This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Elise. And on today's episode of Dead on Arrival, we continue our series with this week's review of Season 4, The Walking Dead. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of podcasts or looking to start your podcast and grow your audience, you want to go check out Pondex today. Go to pondex.com, use the promo code Larry21 to save you 10% off your order. So without further ado, let's dive right in. The Walking Dead is in all likelihood a series that we'll be talking and writing about for years to come, if for no other reason than it truly has become an unexpected phenomenon. We've mentioned this previously, but generally speaking, the kinds of series that are consumed in mass that generate the sort of ratings that The Walking Dead ha- has are what we would deem to be comfort television, meaning easy to watch. It's the sitcoms that you can have on in the background to just laugh with for 22 minutes to help you unwind after a long day, or the procedurals that you can skip for weeks, months, or even years at a time and then jump right back into. Now, that's not always the case, and there's certainly been a rise in successful serialized programming on network TV. Yet the remarkable popularity of a cable series that takes place in a post-zombie apocalypse presents an intriguing riddle. Perhaps it's just a part of the shifting television landscape, or that it's a show that came along at a time when people could relate to the sense that the world they knew was collapsing around them. Or perhaps we all just love zombies more than they they ever knew we did. I suspect that some of the initial fun of the show was playing the I judge how you do your zombie apocalypse game, meaning putting yourself in the position of the survivor and assessing how you would respond to the challenges or how you would imagine you would versus how the characters do. The Walking Dead game serves to test our individual decision-making abilities now in assessing the choices that the characters make on the series as often merged with judging how the characters are handled by the creators. This brings us to what is for me one of the most intriguing byproducts of this series' success and a genuine head-scratcher. The audience reaction. I truly don't believe I've seen a show inspire the kind of diametrically opposed response that this one does. The intensity of the love, or on the other side of the spectrum, hate for it, The Walking Dead continues to amaze and befuddle me. I suppose there's a contingent of the fandom that were comic readers and as such feel a personal connection to the characters and an investment in how they are depicted. Others may have been elated to see a television take on zombies. 
Others still may be show watchers with no awareness of the source material. And expect The Walking Dead to toe the same moral line that most widely popular TV shows do. Meaning, they don't want to see the central player stray too far into the dark territory. Genre fans will want to be shocked, demanded at every turn, and often reject the moments that the show pauses to depict the time of calm between storms. Additionally, the six-act structure and the commercial breaks frequently deflate the tension that's been created. Whichever way you look at it, what is clear is that The Walking Dead is serving many masters and that it's one thing that can create narrative issues. This is a horror show that is still beholden to ad dollars, which means there are lines that it cannot cross. Odd lines, even chewing on a jugular is okay. But an F-bomb? Not so much. A baby being smothered by a disturbed little girl is not to be tolerated. But a woman putting a cap in the back of that same child's head after she's slain her sister is okay. Now don't, under don't misunderstand me. The Grove was a strong installment. It worked. However, Lizzie sacrificing Judith in the woods in the midst of all that chaos would have had ten times the punch. Because to, to some degree, it would have been a logical, if insane, choice. The baby's cries were drawing the attention of the walkers. This is an environment that demands tough choices, impossible decisions. In a sense, the writers deflated the impact of what happened with Mika by telegraphing Lizzie's state of mind in the earlier sequence. I'm bringing this up to highlight two points. There is a hesitation when it feels when watching the series. It's as if the producers are constantly checking themselves in some cases by necessity, sure, but often enough because they haven't decided exactly what show they are making. They are trying to be all things to many people, which is an impossible task. The Walking Dead often edges to a... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Full commitment of what it is. A grim examination of the dark recesses of human nature. And then pulls back. The Rick Grimes of the comic is far harsher than the Rick of the series. And that's okay. The show ought to be its own entity. I'm looking forward to seeing how far they take Rick in the finale. Particularly in the first two acts. As they seem to finally take a definitive stance on his leadership abilities. However, in order for us to really buy into this world, the writers must not hesitate to take a character to a new place out of fear that we will no longer like them or offending a portion of the audience. <clears throat> Excuse me. For me, one of the most successful character parts this season was Carol's. It's no coincidence that she is, at the moment, the most nuanced of the survivors. She is neither all good, all good nor entirely morally sound. She can't be. It feels as though the writers were more willing to experiment with her as a character because at the start of the season there was No, Carol dies and we riot t-shirts. In other words, they weren't afraid to piss people off by veering in the uncertain waters with her. 
as the rules of television are broken and rewritten, The Walking Dead must work to keep pace. If we sense that they are making certain choices because they don't want to alienate certain members of the audience, then it will read as disingenuous and noncommittal. The series proposed a question in the first half of the season, which as some of you have noted, can you come back? Can we come back from our past? The mistakes we've made, all that we've lost, damage we've done, the things that have been taken from us. The writers often use a sledgehammer to explore those ideas. However, they were occasionally gorgeously rendered. Heading to the second half of season four, all of the marketing materials cautioned the characters not to look back. What's interesting is that the new showrunner, Scott Gimple, seemed to be doing exactly that, looking back. The intent, seemingly, was to correct past missteps, essentially calling do-over on the season three finale. In other words, or in other moments, the sense uh, was that the team was simply laying the groundwork for events that will pay off next season. As to that, it would have been nice to have Terminus pay off in a more profound way, leaving us with something to really chew on in the months to come. Though again, on the whole, I did enjoy the finale. It's interesting in some ways, the first half of the season felt like a completion of season three, while the second half was in many ways set up for season four. Having said that, I do appreciate the efforts that was made to spend some time on character development. The pause to focus in on individuals, be it the governor's not entirely successful arc in the first half of the season, or the group-by-group group episodes in the second created a disjointed feel to the narrative, though. The series has had varying degrees of success in fleshing out the supporting cast up to this point. However, when they were successful, characters who had been little more than ciphers, such as Carol and Tyrus were transformed into rich and fascinating characters. Here and there, bold choices were made, which lead to some of the more emotionally evocative scenes to date. The Walking Dead Season 4, like Season 3 before it, came in strong and then seemed to lose a solid narrative thread. There were a few exceptional episodes, such as internment along the way. Taken as a whole, though, there's an incohesive feel to the season. It was a mixed bag of impactful character moments, missed opportunities, effective horror, and action sequences. Interesting ideas and thematics delivered via a broad narrative and some on-the-nose dialogue and intermittent excellence. Though imperfect, The Walking Dead remains a series with great potential, strong elements, and effective moments. In general, I generally enjoy the show. There are aspects that ought to be short of, however. Aspects of the pacing, narrative structure, and dialogue need tightening and strength strengthening. My hope is that the next season, the writers trusted themselves to tell a clear story, commit to the created reality, and allow their characters to be as dimensional and complex as any given human being, and that they trust us, the viewers, to take the journey with them, leaving the bigger picture questions for us to answer ourselves. What do you guys think? For those who seem to truly dislike the series at this point, why did you tune in to the series? Um, what was your overall take on this uh, series at the end? Let us know in the comments section below. As always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Subscribe to the channel for even more content. Hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And if you want to support the channel, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold.
As always, your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring new hosts, be able to pay them, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. Our goal for this year is actually $500, and we believe that can, ha that can happen. So as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show.